Hey, Alex here. Before we jump into today's recording, I wanted to remind you that all of the information in this recording is for informational and educational purposes only. The information shared should not be construed as investment or tax advice. Please consult a competent financial or tax professional to discuss your situation before using any of the strategies or topics that we discuss here. Thanks for listening. One other quick thing before we get started today. If you're thinking about starting a business or if you already have one, I wanted to tell you about the accounting software that we use for our clients, Zero. That's X-E-R-O, and you can find them at www.zero.com. I have used other accounting platforms in the past for clients, but Zero bar none is the best accounting platform out there. I have had clients come to me after bringing them to Zero. And they have told me that they felt empowered to use the platform after seeing their simple user interface. Zero's slogan is beautiful business, which represents Zero's thriving business technology platform and global community. Beautiful business highlights the power of Zero's powerful accounting platform and community supporting small businesses to help them work past the chaos, uncertainty, and stress to reclaim valuable time and thrive. Over the last five years, I have used Zero exclusively with our clients, and I have met some amazing people at that company. People are always friendly and are always ready to help when it's needed. Whether you're just getting started or are a thriving company, Zero has the tools you need to help keep your accounting records straight, reduce time each month associated with doing the backend bookkeeping, and helps you track KPIs with their powerful reporting tools. Check them out at Zero.com. That's X-E-R-O. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Simple Fiscal Podcast. We're so happy to have you guys here. Uh, Man, it was a crazy end of the year. Um, And now we're in the middle of January. Hope you guys all had an awesome holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, and an amazing New Year. Um, Hope you're having an amazing start to your January, a very prosperous start to your New Year. And we're getting ready to. uh, do a whole lot of really fun things this year. Actually, over the break, um, we have our first rough pass of the Simple Fiscal book that's coming out here in the next few months. So uh, as you've heard me in the past, if you haven't already, go to the website, drop in your email address, and we'll make sure you're the first group of people to hear about it when it's ready to go live. Sometime we're shooting for March uh, for this year. So uh, that's all I got for promotional stuff. A little disclaimer in advance. Uh, You know, we're in the middle of January or second week of January. Uh, I'm still recovering from like a flu thing that we had over Christmas. So we were all sick over the holidays. And Declan's Mm -hmm. here and he was at. uh, I'm I'm recovering from the Steelers (laughs) game uh, here in Baltimore. That's the one good. That's the perk about living in Baltimore and being a Steelers fan is you get to be the uh, the bad guy. You you were you uh, you were like a speckle of yellow in a sea of purple. (laughs) Speckle. It was it was like half Steeler fans there. Man, it was it was a great time. Uh, Yeah, the the Steelers. I I lost my voice. Yes, we yeah we travel well. it was it was a good time, a great win. We got in the playoffs. Um, I, I've I screamed so much. <laughs> we were in the top. I went with my sister. We were in the top like five hundred sections. Please. So, yeah. And uh, I have tried to rest my voice, uh, knowing that we uh, are kicking off season two today. Yeah. Um, so I apologize for the the roughness, but uh, I'm, I, I'm excited about. 
this next I've, season. I, I've been told that like, you know, when, when you have that, that raspy voice, it's, it's more attractive for our wives. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, it's like, my wife hasn't said anything. <laughs> no, she hasn't said anything yet. Okay. Well, neither is mine either. So she's like, like yeah. you're still sick. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm I, not. I just sound sick. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, we have our radio voices on today is what we, yeah. have. we, we, we put that mm-hmm. on for you guys just to kick off season two. So anyways, um, you know, after right after the holidays, you know, we, we jumped right back into everything, you know, uh, full, full force. And, um, I sat down and was meeting with somebody last week and he was talking to me about how he's had a really successful life up until recently, um, running a consulting business and like a, a training and, and business and helping people overcome uh, obstacles in their life and, and kind of like kind of leaning into like the life coaching space and uh, transformational type stuff and, and all those things. And he's saying, you know, Hey, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm hurting right now, Alex, you know, I, I've had a really hard time, you know, trying to figure out like this online game. And it was like for him before he was always like word of mouth kind of client stuff. He always got those contracts with the corporate stuff. And now because of you know, the pandemic and everything, so much of that has been turned upside down. And a lot of people are trying to figure out now, like, like, this is like really the last push. It's now like kind of like now do or die. You have to be online. You have to have an online presence. You have to figure out the game. And you know, we were kind of, he, he came to me to ask about accounting questions and tax stuff. And it was kind of funny. We kind of like leaned into like some of the things that we have been doing here for the last year or two years. And it was kind of like, you know, yes, I, even for me, you know, the first three, four years of running my business, it was all word of mouth. I got my first client from one of my friends who knew somebody else and then they knew somebody else and then they knew somebody else. And then it kind of like led into this thing where it was like, okay, I got to a baseline level with my business, but it wasn't enough to push me into that next level, that next level of me being wanting to grow, me wanting to have a team, me wanting to do more things and help more people. And it was about a year and a half ago. Uh, it was like March, it was like December, not December, March. <laughs> I'm trying to get my months here. Uh, it's kind of like in September of 2020, I think is what it was. August, September timeframe. <clears throat> and I, I knew a guy, he kind of took a twist on the four hour work week and created a business that pre-trained, pre-vetted virtual assistants. And um, mm-hmm. you know, he had reached out to me three years ago. He said, hey man, like I'm doing this thing. You want to sign up for it? I was like, I don't have the money for it. Um, but then, you know, because of pandemic and everything, I was able to, you know, save a lot of money and actually have the cash to be able to invest in this program. And that program actually started allowing me to have a team starting to grow a few things. And then I came to Declan in, uh, February, March of last year, 2021. I said, dude, you know, like I I'm doing great. Like I'm having all of the success, like the things that I want to be doing are great, but I know I need to be creating content. I know mm-hmm. I need to be doing something else other than doing outreach because the VA was helping with the outreach and the marketing side of things. That was great, but I don't have any content. I don't, I just have my name and I have like, like as Declan says, I have, I had a business card as a website, you know, like you that's all I had, had a very simple website. That was <laughs> it. <laughs> so like I came to that guy's like, man, like, you know, like I know like the Gary Vaynerchuk thing is like, just create the bleeping content, right? Like that's his thing. It's a, just create, turn on your phone, turn on the microphone, right on a piece of paper, whatever it is, and just start creating content, start documenting the progress, start documenting these things, start documenting your conversations you're having. And I finally got to a point where I was able to do so, which is what's led to this. And now what we're creating the blog post and now the book is coming and all these things, it's amazing. 
And I was telling this guy about all this stuff. He's like, dude, I said, I said hey, man, like, look, it's 100% creating the content because, like, if you're solely relying on, um, you know, word of mouth, like, yes, you will. It, it's like feast and famine season really is what mm-hmm. it is. Like, you're going to, like, have periods in your life where you're going to be like, oh, my God, this is great. This is amazing. And then, like, three months later, you're, you're, you're bone dry and you're eating ramen noodles and rice and beans again four or five, six days a week. And yeah. like, that's not fun. That's not sustainable. That's not healthy from a financial standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, from an operating standpoint. And it's very difficult to, you know, play the game. So I said, Hey, like, you know, you creating this content, getting your name out there, sharing what you know, sharing what you love, sharing your, your, your thesis in life um, through like what we're doing here, but also like for yourself, right? Because everyone's different mm-hmm. on what their thesis is in life. And if you, that attracts certain types of people into your life for clients or whatever that you believe. And, um, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, you, you're, you're right. And, you know, it kind of gave me the inspiration to wanting to record this episode. And I told Declan about it. He's like, yeah, like, you know, because he's had experience kind of in this space mm-hmm. where he's worked with individuals and businesses and business owners where they're trying to figure out this game of being online um, and, and and really just operating from online. But yes, you can provide and deliver your services physically, mm-hmm. you know, or in person, but you need to have the online presence. So uh, mm-hmm. kind of with, with that kind of thesis, like that little background information, uh, Declan, I'll let you jump on in here and kind of, you know, yeah. you know, that's kind of where you started is like really helping businesses move into the online space a few years ago and yeah. you know, I'd love to hear what what your experiences were from that. That's why yeah, that's why I chose uh, my business's legal name is Brick and Click because I love that idea of taking a physical business and bringing it online or building a, an online component of it. Um I I I always struggle with trying to tell people like exactly what I do since I left my my corporate job. We had a friend who says, I'm, I'm the digital Swiss army knife. I can just do kind of a, a variety of, of things. And that's has helped me help other people in, in a variety of ways. And one of those ways, it, like you said, is taking businesses and, and, and bringing them online. And exactly what does that mean? Because it can feel very overwhelming when you are delivering, you know, some kind of service, you know, you do accounting work, right? And like we said, your business was doing well, but you didn't have any really online presence. You had maybe a couple blog posts floating around. You had you guess, a website. Guest episodes for podcasts here and there. That's Yeah. It. There wasn't like a body of work. You didn't really have a huge online presence. And that's when you, when you asked me, I was really excited because um, I knew that you could really build out something special. And that's why we branched out and have started working on this project, Simple Fiscal, which is it, it's more than just a podcast. It's, it's a, a brand. It's, it's a, a way of, of running, um, of helping people run their businesses. Eventually there'll be a book and, and other stuff, but it really fits into my, um, not just mine, but the, this theory of how do you transfer, you know, real world services into uh, an online presence. Um, and like you said, I have worked with clients where in their mind, the idea is, okay, I just need a website <laughs> and I built these websites, very simple websites, which are just, you know, whatever their business is.com calling and cards. I just have, yeah. It's, it's it feels like just a business if, card. And if, if, you, if you their, know what that is, you're old enough <laughs> to, to be our age or even older. So <laughs> like, yeah, you know even, what a calling <laughs> card is like, we're, we're getting yeah. old. I know I'm dating myself, but I'll, I'll yeah. bow out. It, 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 uh, it, 
these websites are basically just like a picture of them, a huge text block <laughs> paragraph or, or pages long of what they do, and maybe like a contact me box at the bottom. It's it like I said, it's just an expensive, fancy business card, and it does nothing for your business to just have you know a space on the on online somewhere. Um, and so for a while, I've been working with these type of clients, but I had also worked with other clients who um, were trying to build brands, were trying to build online businesses. And I, I learned a lot from that. And I kind of came up with my, I don't know, I don't have a fancy name for it, but you said thesis. Um, I like that. I like the sound of that, um, of what a website or an online presence should do. And the first thing you need to do is show who you are and what you do. You need to demonstrate that. And also, you know, Gen Z talk, put out this, a certain vibe <laughs> to attract a certain type of people. Um, and this acts as like a filter because, you know, you might not want to work with, um, you know, specific type of people. I like to put out a fun vibe. And I think that comes across, I hope, hopefully that comes across on, on this podcast. I know you're the same way. You like to work with people who are, are, are fun, who are excited, who are passionate, um, who aren't just yeah, stuffy I mean, like, and want to make money. You know, like you, you want to work with the people who are going to people make who you love what they do. Excited. Yeah, and and so like using simple fiscal as as a case study, I wanted to you know when you reached out to me, I wanted to demonstrate that in in both the the blog content being educational but also fun and you know sometimes funny. Um, when we do this podcast, people who are listening can get a, a sense of who you are and what it's like to work with you. And so you're, you're constantly like the first part of an online presence is to, you know, show who you are, but also what you do, like, what are the pain points you solve and be very clear on that. Um, you know, from a, a practical standpoint, if you have a website, make it clear right there on the above the fold, when the, when the page loads, Maybe have a nice fancy picture of you and then just a real quick, simple sense of what it is you do. What, what can you do for other people? And so that, that's the first part of, of having an online presence. The second part is helping visitor, uh, helping potential clients uh, identify their pain points. So for you, you're, you know, you want to work with people who are looking to solve, who are looking to save on taxes or need accounting jobs. You're not looking you know, for people who need help with um, personal budgeting, you know, for example, we talk about personal budgeting because it's, right. it's, it's a good practice to implement, to carry over into uh, business budgeting, but that's not like who exactly um, you're looking for. It's not like one of the yeah. pain points you're trying to solve. Yeah, and we try to demonstrate that with our topics that we talk about throughout the podcast or on the blog. We pick pain points that we know you have clients that uh, that are dealing with, you know, for example, I didn't even think about some of these different tax strategies. Um, I didn't, I didn't even know there was a difference between an LLC and, and then electing for an S corp or, or things like that. Like we cover topics that are going to help self or are going to help clients uh, or customers or listeners self-identify those pain points and then be encouraged. And we give them, and this is the third part is giving them the, the educating them, giving them the information freely to help them solve those um, pain points, those easy pain points. Um, and by doing that, you're doing a couple of things. One, you're establishing your authority in the field and you're beating out anyone else who's doing the same thing as you. You know, there's thousands, millions of accountants doing what you do, but you're 
one of them, probably one of the few who are out there making a podcast, writing about it, sharing this information and helping to build that authority. And not only that, building the trust. And there's, there's kind of like this, uh, you're, you're building relationship. Like people are listening to you. They're they're building up that in you. Yeah. And me, (laughs) we're building up a relationship with our listeners, with our readers and building trust in that way. And so these three things, these first three things, what are they? They um, show who you are and what you do, help uh, people self-identify their pain points and give them quick wins over their pain points. Yep. You do those three things first. You have to do those three things first before you start implementing the revenue streams of your business. If someone, you know, for example, Alex, if you were like, if you came to me like, all right, I want to go online. I want to have a big form with, you know, my pricing page right on the, on the homepage of how much my services cost. I would have been like, no, (laughs) you're not doing that. People will click away. They'll try to find, you know, someone cheaper. If you start putting those dollar signs first, before solving these first three things, before establishing that trust and authority, you're going to lose. You're, you're, you're not going to convert listeners, readers into potential clients. Only then, only after those first three things are done, then you start rolling out the the the, the dollar signs, and you start small. You know, for example, um, building a simple course. You know, that mm-hmm. solves a little bit more complicated pain points. Uh, maybe you're it building is a, a little bit more value. Book. Yeah, you're building a little bit more value, but now there's a dollar sign attached to it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you build it up to. Um, you're, you're then selling your, your services, uh, or maybe like a membership or, or something yeah. like that. Um, but only after high, the only way you, yes. you can deliver on these three things is by creating content, by creating yes. some sort of platform for yourself, whether it be, you know, it's not called, now called meta. I think Facebook meta, we're, we're getting old, man. Um, <clears throat> I'm saying that and there'll be another 70, 80 years to live. Anyways, the, um, <laughs> the, you know, you have to either you know create like a like a like a video on Facebook or on Instagram or something on creating content around you know, TikTok or on LinkedIn or whatever. But like when you're doing this content creation, you have to think about um, where your potential audience is. You know, like and that's that's yeah. the hardest thing. It's like you know, yes, like go create a podcast, go create a blog, go create courses, go create all these things. You're like, bah! but like, are you are you hitting the market space where you need to be hitting it? Because like, if you're, if you're, if you're selling professional services to SMBs, small, medium businesses that do 10 to 15 million a year, you're probably, you're, you're in, and they're like a corporate entity. They've been around for 50 years. Like they, they, they've been around, right. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to be on TikTok. Yeah. They're probably going to be on LinkedIn. They're going to probably be on some other platform, right. They're going to be somewhere else right now. You know, if you're if your client base is smaller businesses that are you know solopreneurs and all these things, they're going to be in the groups on Facebook. They're going to be in the groups on a platform called Alignable, which I'm active in in that platform. It's a less lesser known space space, but that's that's growing with activity over time. Um, you know, it's trying to find where those people are and then starting from there because I spent a year and a half trying to figure out okay, like. Well, where are they? Like, I mean, I go on LinkedIn, I click the drop down filter and I do these things. And like, I click the thing for the, for the sales navigator. I was like, well, where are they? And that's one other reason why that kept me from content creation, right? 
but like creating the content because I'm like, okay, like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. What do I do with my hands? You know, like office yeah. <laughs> the, from the office. Um, got a lot of references in here today. I know. The, uh, <laughs> for the for for the for the Google's uh, gonna be busy. <laughs> Google's gonna be busy. <laughs> um, a little bit more busy than normal. So you know, it's that that was a hard thing for me to, to to do. But also, it was like a little bit of the imposter syndrome type thing. It was a little bit of like a whole bunch of stuff because you know, it, it, you need to have the experience. You need to have either either in physical format, like brick and mortar style, where you've been working for ten years and now you need to move online. You already have that experience behind you if you run a bakery or you run some other type of business. But now you need to be online because now you need to be able to take orders online because you don't have customers coming in the door. And now you need to get revenue through the door. Well, how do you do that? Well, you create a website, you create a store, you create a platform, and all these things, but you need to create content around those things. So what do you do? Create videos, create tutorials. Yep. Like, you know, like, hey, like we're doing this new thing and share promotional information about, oh, we're partnering with this coffee shop on 123 Main Street, right? You know, and we're doing all these things. So if you, when you buy a cake, you get a free, you know, bag of coffee or whatever, right? Or you, you those types of things. But you need to share it, create it, and then share it where your customer base is going to be. Now, yeah. like in that situation, a lot of customers are on Facebook or on Instagram. So yeah. you use the hashtags and those types of things. But for us, because there's so much like depth of information to be shared in the personal finance space and the tax space and the accounting space, that's why we have a open-ended podcast, more or less, yes. like on topics that we talk about that we're passionate about from the school of our hard knocks that we've that we've learned together over our mm-hmm. you know five ten years of of experience outside of college, well ten years now, um, and you know just continue to share, continue to learn, continue to share, and that's kind of like how I am, how I think you know how Declan is, and that's kind of our thesis, and you know it, it's really just trying to figure that out, and it's a lot more simple than what you think it is because for me it was the longest time it was like okay yes it was the imposter syndrome i didn't have the experience of running my own business for a period of time so now i have i've done it for six years and now i can talk a little bit about what i've done but i wish you know i, t- I think i told my wife this um or i told somebody recently i said i wish i had hit the record button sooner uh just a little bit because Good. that way i would have had yeah. the opportunity to share more information while I was continuing to figure out how to run the business and how to do all these things mm-hmm. that, you know, would I be different where, where I am right now? I don't know, but yeah, um, it's really just overcoming that fear and just saying the record button, whatever type of medium that it is. That's really important. And even if you're not ready to sell a service, let's say, but you kind of have an idea of what you want to eventually do, that that's still, I mean, that's still a reason to, to, to go out and, and build an online presence. It's very valuable that, you know, especially in this day and age. Um, and it's okay to try different things. Um, I like to think we've been talking online presence kind of in general. I work specifically in the old school websites. Um, and uh, that's kind of my expertise in building in the content. Uh, web 1.0. Web 1.0, yeah. <laughs> and building content that way. Um and, uh, you know, I, I don't have as much experience, you know, for example, building a, a TikTok brand or, you know, LinkedIn or, or whatever, but having a, maybe a hub where you share all your information, maybe that is your website or maybe LinkedIn or, or someplace. I always recommend having your own online space where, you know, you aren't moderated or could be taken down or revoked or something like that, like actually having your own website um, where you have everything on there as kind of a central hub for your online presence. But, you know, even if you want to start off with TikTok, like let's, I love that bakery idea. Um, 
I'm a newish user to TikTok. I didn't want to be on TikTok for the longest time. And then eventually just uh, like two months ago, downloaded it's it. It's aged up. And, and, and it's, it, it, there's so much potential, man. And for these small businesses that are struggling, like you can create who knows what, <laughs> anything, um, you know, especially like going back to that bakery example, um, showing behind the scenes tutorials on how they bake their bread or just silly videos like tiktok has its own kind of vibe you know it's not all serious you know it's not like linkedin <laughs> if you know what i mean um but it's not it's not there, tie kind of kind of formality it's more of the yes there's know, no kind yeah, of like exactly the, like the playish playful type thing yes more playful and I, I think people really are drawn to that you know um and especially right now because of there. what's happened last two years you know like we've been living yeah, through this right? pandemic like people want to laugh people want to feel better about themselves they want to feel better about <laughs> oh that's so good situation and like that's like that's wh- exactly why you know those things and that's why you know other platforms like facebook and linkedin or not like uh, facebook and uh, instagram for example mm-hmm. might have seen a decline in the user base or in the activity of the usership because of you know, people like go to Facebook. Sure. Like there's stupid things to go and funny and silly things on Instagram all the time that I see, you know, that are hilarious, but like, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of everything. And there's like pictures of like people trying to flaunt whatever that they have. You know, there's pictures of people trying to show off the money that they have, the lifestyle that they have. They're trying to sell something to their audience through that space. But like in, in TikTok, it's all like, okay, like how can we make this the silliest thing possible? How can we make this thing the most playful thing possible? How can we like make this like this? Right. So, and it's, it's, it's again, coming back to the thesis or the ethos of like, okay, where is your customers? Where is potential customer base? Because like, again, you know, I'll I'll change the gear just slightly here instead of a bakery, like an ice cream shop. I would probably prefer to have the ice cream shop on TikTok because ice cream is fun. Ice cream is messy. Ice cream is like a kid thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Where are those eyeballs? The eyeballs from the younger generations are on those platforms right now. Right. And if I was, you know, I wouldn't want to run an ice cream store and try to like promote myself off LinkedIn because people are like, what the heck are you doing on LinkedIn? Like, there's nobody mm-hmm. here. Like maybe Joe, who's a junior manager at Corp ABC down the street might see it and think, oh yeah, maybe this weekend I can go with my kids and the wife to, you know, uh, to the ice cream store. But then like he gets busy with something at the house and he forgets about it. But like the kids are, are great at nagging, right? Yeah. And they're great at like getting you know under the skin of the parents because like, or they're you know, the uncles and aunts, whatever. And that's, you know, that's how they are. So it's starting to create the content, creating online presence, creating all these things and tying it back to where is that, that these, that thesis, where is the ethos? Where are those eyeballs? Where are the people that, that could fit the demographic that you are, you know, you're trying to shoot for Mm -hmm. and, and take it from there. Now, you know, one thing with that is, and if it doesn't work, don't beat yourself up over it. Just, yeah just like try something new yeah like pivot i was trying to find the word for a second yeah. <laughs> pivot slightly <laughs> pivot <laughs> another reference, another 90s reference <laughs> this is season two episode one references yeah. um the uh pivot that's such a great i, I love that series. i love that series um and uh anyways they just slightly pivot into something else another platform or into something else because mm-hmm. like just because it doesn't work the first time doesn't mean it'll work the second or third or fourth time like you you're in business. It's not supposed to be easy. You need to, you're smart because you're running a business or you're thinking about running a business or you already have a business brick and mortar, but now you need to get online 
mm-hmm. and now you're trying to figure that out. You are a smart person. You are a smart individual because you've already taken the biggest step in trying to become a business owner, or you've already been a successful business, a business owner. Yeah. Now it's just like, okay, the in, in the book, and I'll share a little spoiler with you guys is like the rules change. The principles say the same. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about yeah, this. Exactly. And we said this yeah. like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times in the book already. I'm sure we're going to add it like 10 more times already because like, it's so important. Anything that you do in business, remember this rules change principles stay the same always yeah. i know we're getting close to the end here i, I want to close with kind of my, my my final thought on on all of this and i i think um creating your online presence you, there has to be sincerity like people are tired of being sold to or feeling like they're being tricked into buying something or whatnot like you need to go into this space and and be sincere with who you are and what you're offering. Obviously, we, we live in, in, in a world where, yes, everything, a, a lot of things are transactional. We, we understand that. But that, you know, the ice cream bakery example, if you start building that, that presence, that online presence, that, that vibe, that story, you share that, people will want to be a part of that. They will, they'll flock to your store when they, when they see that, wow, this ice cream shop is, is fun, or they're, they're doing really cool things outside of, um, you know, just selling ice cream or they're doing something really unique. People want to be a part of that story. They want to feel like they're a part of, of something. And so being sincere with your story, yourself, you know, don't just go into this space and think, I'm just going to slap some dollar signs and the a buy now button and the money is going to come rolling in this this will take time this is this is something you have to be very patient about i've reminded alex of that you know like doing this plan, <laughs> it, it will take time yeah i was getting ready to say will, like i told Declan, like i'm in this for yeah. at least the two or three years before we even expect to do any anything like exactly this is this on the is next, a long journey on, yeah yes. any, like two to three this, years at least before we go down on the next line item on a checklist yeah. i mean the thing is like if you guys think about it if you guys have been with us since the beginning, like we've been doing this for almost a year already. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, like and that, year, yeah. that goes by really fast. Mm-hmm. It goes by so fast. And, but like in the days, in the weeks, it doesn't feel like it, it feels like it's like, oh my God, I'm not making any yeah. progress. This sucks. I suck. Whatever. You know, it feels slow, but yeah. like it feels so slow. But like, if you look back, you're like, I've been doing business for six years now. Declan's been doing mm-hmm. it for six years as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, what, what happened? <laughs> it's like, I had a friend of mine from college. Like, hey, dude, like you graduated like almost 10 years ago. What happened? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just blinked my eyes a few times and now I'm in South America, like half the year, yeah. you know, with my wife. So anyways, um, but that, that is so true in, in that. And I appreciate that you, that you brought that up because that is, and we even mentioned that again, in the book is like, look, you need to take time in this process because like, unfortunately we've been, given a lifetime of habits instilled by instilled to us by either our mm-hmm. environment, by our families, by what we see, by what we live, by what we experience. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it our fault to have those experiences, but what we have the power to do is we have the power to change what the outcome can be. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the patience to stick it out because yeah. if you can stick it out and you can learn something new, and which, which we know you can because you're listening to this podcast. You're, an, you're again, an intelligent person. You're a smart person. And you've already had some success, I'm sure, in something in your life, either in education or in work or in career or whatever. Now it's just like, hey, again, rules change. 
birds will say the same. That's all yep. it is. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely add some uh, links. I think um, I, I, I drew some of this from an old blog post I'd written a while ago on my website. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to that. Cooking um, college. No, no, no. <laughs> way, that was way, that, that's almost 10 years. That's, that's 10, years 10 years old. Wow. Jeez. Um, now my, my personal uh, website, I'll, I'll blog, I'll, I'll I'll link to that. Uh, there's a little bit more information, but yeah, we're starting the year. Everyone wants to go really like hundred million miles an hour out the gate, you know, beginning of the year and everyone's yeah. just running crazy. Like, yeah, my goals, my goals, my goals, my goals. Yeah. And then like reality sets in like third week, you're like, Oh, uh, life actually still exists. And even like, yeah. uh, your little, uh, little, little bit there in the book about the entropy, entropy, I think it's how you say that entropy, entropy. entropy. Yeah. And how like, yeah. The world is always working and, you know, sometimes it works for us, sometimes it works against us. But I think Tony Robbins says it's, it's always happening. working against us. I think I think Tony Robbins says it's like, what does it, what does it say? It's like the world is happening for us, not to us. So mm-hmm. it's a little, little uh, something that I, I've learned over time. Anyways, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll cut it out here. We, you know, we've been we've been going for about 40 minutes or so but 45 minutes i could keep going yeah uh, we, yeah, we can keep going and you know i think we're going to expand this kind of topic out uh, as, as we move into the beginning, beginning part of the year um and really just start to dig in more into the kind of topics that we're going to be discussing in the book that'll be coming out soon again if you haven't already please go to the website simplefiscal.com it's all one word simplefiscal.com go ahead on the homepage there drop in your email and you'll be on the list of the people to get the book first when it drops in here in the next few months. We don't have a firm deadline yet, but we're shooting for March, maybe April. Uh, my goal is first quarter. Yeah. For first quarter. So yeah, by yeah. the end of March, you, you, you heard you heard the man. So he's he's the, <laughs> that. He's the actual guy running the show here. I'm just here to show up. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, hope you guys are all doing super well, very healthy, very prosperous start to the new year. Uh, thank you for continuing to support us and listening to us. And we hope to help you guys have an amazing year and we'll catch you guys next time. 